What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 31st episode of the Boundless Business Podcast. As always, it is Nico, Larissa, and the amazing Justine here. And Justine, what are we even talking about today? What's going on? Today, we're talking about what we do if one of our softwares breaks. So, you know, what, like email is broken. What do we do? What solutions do we find? How do we come to those solutions? Um, and yeah, just what we, how we handle adversity. So that is our topic today. <laughs> Which is really good. So this is very applicable to anyone who's in the agency game or even if you do any marketing with any software whatsoever. Uh, and it doesn't even have to be software. It could be platforms themselves like Google or Facebook. And really like the context here is something broke, right? Let's say that you're in outbound world, maybe an email got blacklisted or a uh, LinkedIn account went down or on the ad side, like your ads are not working, like Facebook suspended your account, or I don't know, something just happened with AdSense. What do you do next? So Larissa, me and Justine have, have different like philosophies with that. Because uh, there's no, numerous things that we can do right away. I'm going to go first, and then we'll, we'll jump around. But uh, mine, mine is probably the, the quick and dirty, like, whatever the the thing is, let's say that your emails end up going down for whatever reason, right? Um, we need to figure out what happened. So first thing I do is diagnose, like diagnose the problem. Is it a me problem? Did I cause it? Because 99% of the time it is because of me or did um, it was it was it the software itself, right? So let's just say it's me, which again, 99% of the time it is. Maybe I didn't update a password and that's why our emails aren't going out out right so instead of like throwing a huge fizz and like you know <laughs> texting larissa nonstop saying hey what, what's up with emails help me figure this out let's just diagnose what the actual problem is and off software actually will tell you like hey listen you need to update your password or uh they, this domain you forgot to pay for like it's just basic stuff like that but let's say that it's not us right it's the platform uh in this case it could be anything then it's the next question is like can i do anything which Typically, most people hate to ask. I even hate to do it because I have control issues. But can, what can I literally do in the moment? Now, for email, I can go buy a new domain, but it's not going to be ready for two weeks. It needs to warm up, right? For LinkedIn, I could spin up another account, but it's still going to take at least 48, 72 hours to do something like valuable there. So then I, I got to assess, right? If I can't do anything, then sadly, I just have to wait. And part of my strategy is becoming best friends with people who own <laughs> own these solutions so that we get priority um, passes. But if we don't and someone like Google, then I just have to follow the process that they have. Now, if I can do something, I want to do it as quick as possible uh, to alleviate the pain point and or achieve the goal. So let's say the goal is to send uh, a ton of emails, right? It's to send 30 emails a day, right? And that's not a ton, but in this case, and one of the domains got got broken for whatever reason or blocked. I have uh, about seven domains in the, in the hopper that they're doing nothing but warming up. So that's a pretty simple solution. I could just pull the email account forward, upload that data, copy that campaign and let it run, right? If you don't have a solution like that, again, you can't do anything in the moment, right? You can buy the domain, start warming it up. But this is where you can start preparing for when this happens again, because it's not if it's going to happen, something like this is going to happen in the future. So to recap, right, is it a my, my, my problem or the software's problem, right? If it's my problem, what can I do? 
can I fix it right now? If not, then let's build an SOP or something that will alleviate this in the future. If I can, let's execute on the plan. Now, if it's the actual software's fault or my, you know, or or, uh, or or the platform's fault, then can I do anything? Yes, do it. If not, be <laughs> hopefully I have best friend relationships and they can help out. If not, just follow the, the course of action that they have. Larissa, what's what's going on? Software broke. Everything's <laughs> going to hell. What, what, what do you do? Well, I, you know, I, I think the kind of overall process you laid out is a, a good framework to follow, right? First thing I do is I look and I see what's the problem. If it's something simple and easily fixable by myself, I just take care of it. Um, and the rest of my answer is going to, to kind of highlight sort of the difference in uh, our, our roles and kind of what we specifically manage a little bit. But a lot of times if a software is not working, and you know it has a problem i'm either you know pretty quickly searching for a new software that can do the same thing but not break uh, or look at how i can build it myself using different automation tools or you know other technology that i can kind of slap my own type of solution together oftentimes i prefer the latter because uh, again i have control issues too and i like making sure like i own and build the complete system that i put together um, because then I can connect all my little systems together in a way that I like. Uh, so, I mean, it definitely depends too on other things, right? Like, so if I see that it's an issue and my initial thought is not to switch to a different platform, or if I see that the issue is larger than, let's say, uh, a software just not working, right? So, for example, if your LinkedIn automation software is not working, there could be a lot of reasons for that, right? Like it could be the software, but it could be LinkedIn, you know? It could be LinkedIn changed their terms of service and that kind of messed with the whole software and it's really not their fault. And if you try to get around it, you're going to come across the same issue. So there are some things where you just kind of have to wait it out and you have to, you know, do whatever you can to mitigate uh, in those cases, especially when we're talking about social media accounts and things, I try to do a lot of things that are preventative on the front end, and that would be doing things like building credibility on those platforms, on those social media platforms. So for example, for LinkedIn, to build credibility, you want to make sure like if you go back in and take out all your really old withdrawn invites, right? Because it doesn't like the ratio of open invites sent to be too high in comparison to the ones that get accepted. So if you go and just you know, withdraw all your really old ones, that can sometimes help your account seem more credible and things along those lines. So, I mean, I wouldn't say I have like a single solution that I typically follow. Um, again, I like building my own stuff personally, just because I, I like to make it work exactly how I want. And I'm a little bit uh, picky about some things. And so, a lot of tools, I see that they have like 75% of what I want. But if I just build it myself, I can have 100% of what I want. So oftentimes with those tools, as soon as they break, I'm like, this is a great opportunity to give myself 100% of what I want. Which the average person probably shouldn't do. I'll be honest <laughs> with you. It's not always worth the time I put into it. I, like, I, I'm open to that. <laughs> 
yeah, we've had many, many discussions about <laughs> about that. Uh, but but again, like if if we really deconstruct what Larissa was saying, it was like, can I control it? Then do something. If I can't, sit tight. And and I know, like coming from me, this is the worst thing ever because like I want it fixed now, right? Like let's just fix it. It's super simple, right? But it's not always the case, especially if we're working with massive companies like we do with Airtable, for instance, or maybe like a Facebook or a Google. Like sadly, if you're if you're, you know, spending less than a couple million with them a month, they you're not priority to them. They have bigger fish that they need to to help. Um, and again, we can debate debate if that that's right or not. But in this case, like it doesn't. Yeah, again, you have zero control, and that's why we always talk about building your own assets. Because let's say that something went down. If you have a newsletter or something like that, and you still want to do outbound, you can actually put together a special deal for them, and then you can retarget those because you own. In this case, hopefully your sending software doesn't go down, but um, there are ways to circumnavigate the, the problem. Um, Justine, do you want to add anything to this conversation? Yeah, so the biggest like problem that I usually face in the content world um, comes from our scheduling software, Social Pilot. So the issue there, I mean, the great thing about Social Pilot is we use it so that we don't have to have everyone's login information for all of these multiple social media accounts. And that's amazing for privacy reasons. Um, but the issue is sometimes the accounts will disconnect for random reasons. Um, so I have to connect with the client and you know have them reconnect that account. So what I've done is write out a whole template with how to do this. So it's super easy. As soon as I see there's a posting issue, I copy and paste that template and send it to the client right away so that they can get that account reconnected as soon as possible. Um, because, you know, it just makes it easier for them. We get the issue fixed right away and I don't have to spend that time like writing out the instructions every time and screenshotting how to do it every time. It's just a simple SOP that I send, send out whenever this happens. So that's one thing that's like saved me a lot of time. It's just, you know, this happens a lot. So I'm gonna be ready for it when it does happen. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, that's a good my point. Way. Like, honestly, yeah. problems that you just like know are going to come up, right? Because, and it, it's oftentimes not even the platform or the, the software's fault or, or whatever. Like, you know, it, it, it's something that happens. Things get disconnected. Sometimes things stop working. New rules get implemented that then they either have to find workarounds for or they have to change their backend code to be able to accommodate. You know, a lot of different things can happen. And especially like, things that you know are going to be problems, just go ahead and create your own little troubleshooting doc so that you have like an easy way to go ahead and do that. And that's something, you know, we try to build into a lot of our systems too, is like troubleshooting text. If someone's like, this isn't working. And we're like, yeah, it's user error. Go ahead and look at the troubleshooting text. It'll tell you what you didn't do. And, you know, things along those lines are always helpful to add into. Yeah, so it's going to happen start building plans. This recently happened to us when on the organic side and Larissa quickly jumped in. And again, this is not the first time that these type of incidents happen, but you got to be able to migrate really quickly, build a plan um, because otherwise you might be just stuck in the water. And if you can't do anything, then accept you can't do it, communicate that with the client. And then from there, figure out a way to either prevent something like this from happening in the future and or mitigate 
what happens uh, when it does happen. So again, great pod. Anyone have any closing remarks before we kind of end this? this is a very quick one today. The only other thing I guess I would add is sometimes if you're experiencing problems, especially if you're doing anything in marketing or outbound, it could be because you push too hard too quickly. So oftentimes the solution is to just scale back. So for example, your LinkedIn keeps getting blocked. Well, are you sending out a million invites every week? Maybe try scaling that back. And oftentimes like that can fix your problem too. It's something that we see a lot in the marketing world, especially as like, it depends too on how your metrics and things are graded and uh, kind of what KPIs are considered there. But a lot of times we make up for a lot of things with volume. So we're like, oh, you know, only got one positive response from this email campaign. Well, if I just send out five times as many emails, I'll get five positive responses, right? Well, yes, that is a solution. It can cause other problems down the road. So a lot of times when you're seeing problems, a good thing to assess at the beginning when you're trying to figure out, is this my fault or is this not my fault, uh, is to figure out, did I do too much? Because that is a really common problem that I feel like people don't necessarily think about a lot. Yeah. Uh, Whereas like, yeah, you just, you, you know, hit the gas and you might need to hit the brakes a little bit. And that happens. Again, nothing that we want to hear, but you are you are correct there. Because <laughs> sometimes you just have to take a take a, take a chill pill. Uh, enjoy the weekend, right? Um, cool, great pod, everyone. Uh, again, if you have any feedback or questions or want to know more about how we do it, uh, email me at nico at boundlessmedia.com. Always looking for uh, suggestions for these pods. And honestly, we just appreciate you for listening. And uh, we will talk to you guys very soon. Cheers. <laughs>